sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take your time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of uh, For the Birds as we reach the uh, the tail feathers of September. I like that. It's a very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> did you just come up with that? I did. It was just like five seconds ago. Nice. You know, That's awesome. <laughs> it's better than the end of September, right? Uh, the tail feathers. Absolutely. The tail feathers of September. A rich, Eloquent. rich morning of cider donuts and coffee. Uh, you know, you inspired me this past weekend. Went to Mazas to get pumpkins and mums, and could not resist having a cider donut. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you planted that seed in my head. I couldn't get it out. No, it's uh, we're in peak season right now. So everyone, uh, just this time of year. It's all about pumpkins and cider and apples and, um, you know, you know what, but migration as well. Um, if we look up in the air, we're going to talk about some hawks, some hawks that are just, uh, leaving us and headed south. Yeah. You know, we've been talking a lot about warblers recently and other things, waterfowl, shorebirds, but yeah, it's also hawk migration season. Uh, the peak time for Broadwing hawk, but um, plenty of hawks on the move um, at a hawk watch near you. Uh, and, and it's funny, you know, you can see hawks uh, migrating in Vermont almost anywhere, but there's definitely places where they're concentrated and other places where, you know, you may be a few miles away and you don't see any. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're talking dozens, hundreds flying through at a time, right? Yeah, yeah, hundreds, if not thousands. Um, Places like the Hawk Watch in Putney um, and Mount Philo, uh, you know, they get thousands of broad wings in a day. Um, Those are, you know, those are the two most popular Hawk Watch spots that I know in Vermont. Um, Putney way down in southern Vermont and uh, Philo's in Charlotte, right? Yeah, Philo is a, is a pretty. Uh, you got a couple of options with the Philo. You can you can walk up, which is not a horrible walk, but you can drive up most of it, and then uh, you can really spectacular views of both Vermont and New York. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've you know I've never been to the Put- Putney Hawk Watch, but um, that's not a long hike either. Um, there's a the trailhead is I want to say it's less than less than a mile to get to the the site where they um, watch from so um, you know with fairly short hikes or even a drive like Philo you can get uh, to get some good hawk watching spots yeah let's bring your cider donuts with you after you stop buying with your cider donuts <laughs> yeah but bring one for all the you know the hawk watchers up there that there's you know some some people who this is you know this is what they do in the vault and yeah. uh, need to we need to sustain them so make sure to bring some for some for others I think every morning, maybe a dozen per morning would be appropriate. You never know who's going to turn Absolutely. out. So, so, yeah. so the broadwing. What? Um, how do I identify a broadwing hawk if I'm up on a, I'm up on a hill and I'm looking? What does it look like from afar? 
So um, Broadwing Hawk is a, is one of the Budios, uh, along with Red-tailed Hawk and Red-shouldered Hawk. So Budios are, are stocky, stocky raptors with uh, with you know broad, wide wings, uh, relatively short, fan-shaped tails. You know they're they're beefy hawks. A Broadwing is a a, short, a smaller hawk though compared to a Red-tailed Hawk. So you know it's a mid-size. Budio, a mid-sized raptor. Um, perhaps the most distinctive feature is, um, other than its shape, is the tail. Very broad black and white bands on the on the relatively short tail. So that's that's the easiest way to identify the broadwing hawk. Uh, some other field marks, but that's the one you're going to see from a distance and really you know, clinches the ID. Mm, that's a good thing. So the broadwing hawk. What else might I see uh, atop of a hill with my cider donut? Well, if a, uh, a red tail doesn't come down and swoop it out of your hands, uh, you could see plenty of red-tailed hawks this time of year. Um, they they migrate later as well, but they're you know, they're moving around. Um, they're still the residents are still still here. Um, be on the lookout for for immature uh, red-tailed hawks, though. The red tail, you know, the adult, of course, has the, the red tail. That's a gimme. But young birds, um, they'll be the same shape and, shape and size generally, but the tail is not red. They have this um, more or less finely banded tail. I think one one of the bands is a little broader, um, but no red on the tail. Um, but it will have, um, you know, that classic. Budio shape, the broad wings, short fan-shaped tail. It'll have that dark belly band like a, an adult does. Um, some markings on the wing, you know, on the leading edge of the wing, there's that um, dark mark, the patagial mark. So some of the same markings as the as an adult, but minus the red tail. Hmm. Um, Anson and Chip, your weekend edition of For the Birds, been talking about hawks as they migrate um, south. Um, we talk about them heading south. Where are they? Where are they all headed? How far are they going? They're going to, you know, past the United States or just headed down to heading down to Florida and the Carolinas. Well, the, the red-tailed red hawk doesn't go too far. Um, you know, and they winter in Vermont as well. Although those might be birds from further north. So red tails are just going to. Um, you know, to spots in the U.S., um, south of us, maybe down to Texas. You know, I don't know. Do, do they? Maybe they go into Mexico, but I'm not not sure about that. Broadwing hawk, they go really far. They're going down into Central America and I believe South America as well. I, I've seen broadwing hawk in uh, Costa Rica and other other countries in, in Latin America. So they go they go quite far. Um, I mean, I'm not sure why they go further than red tails. Maybe it has something to do with their diet. You know, they they are more eclectic, perhaps, in their food choices. Take anything from snakes to frogs and rodents. So maybe there's just better food options for them uh, the further they go south. Um, so you know, some raptors are going quite far. Um, you know, the sharpie, sharp-shinned hawk, and Cooper's hawk. They're going to the southern U.S., maybe into Mexico. Um, what else do we have? Osprey, they go, you know, really far as well, Central America and even South America. So a lot of these raptors are covering quite a distance. In fact, some people, uh, people who love hawk watching, 
go to Central America in the fall, um, places like Veracruz, Mexico, you can see not just thousands, but hundreds of thousands of broadwing hawks, turkey vultures, Swainson's hawks um, migrating south. So uh, they all get funneled um, through that, through Central America. Um, and you can see, I've never witnessed this myself, except maybe turkey vultures and Mississippi kites, but you can see thousands, hundreds of thousands of migrating raptors. Sea of raptors. Mm, that's fascinating. That far traveling, that far. Um, that's. Yeah. A, I wonder how many mice you pick up along the way, or snakes, for your right. your feasting on things. Yeah. But or even grasshoppers, like the Swiss yeah. hawk, a western raptor. They feast a lot on on insects in South America. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so we got the uh, broadwing, the uh, red-tailed, mm, maybe one more hawk we might see. Um, let's see. How about uh, peregrines? Oh, yeah. They, they do winter in small numbers in Vermont, but most of them are heading to places in the southern U.S., um, and they go down into Central America as well. So you may see a peregrine jetting by a hawk watch. Although, you know, they are, the, you know, the, the reason you go to places like Putney Mountain and Mount Philo is for the thermals that are generated. Um, the thermal currents, you know, keep these hawks aloft, give them lift and help them in their migration. Something like a peregrine, you know, they're power flyers. Um, you know, they do soar, but uh, they don't need it as much as something like a, a broadwing hawk or a red-tailed hawk. Mm, good stuff. Well, everyone, enjoy your enjoy your weekend. Um, as we're going to spill into October soon, uh, but not before we get a few more gas through September. So, anyway, uh, we do have to fly out of here. Hope to see some some hawks. Um, maybe we'll talk about some geese in a future broadcast. Who knows? Um, as we move along here in the fall in Vermont. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Thank you.